Hey guys, welcome back to Top Gun Sports. Glad you guys took some time out of your day to check out what we had going on over here. So, we're breaking down possibly the most interesting game of the divisional round. We have the Buccaneers versus the Saints, part 3. Breeze and Brady meet yet again. It was inevitable. Brady is out for his revenge after Breeze beat them twice. Saints dropped a lot of points on the Bucks the second time. And Brady only scored three points in that game, so he's not happy. He's He wants his revenge. He's coming. But can he get it? Now, before we go any further, make sure you go check out our YouTube at Top Gun Sports and follow this podcast to make sure you're not missing out on anything that you love about sports. We release episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. You guys aren't going to want to miss out. Tuesday, we'll probably be breaking down any of the interesting stuff that happened. And then Thursday, we will probably get into whoever's playing in the AFC and NFC Championship games. But now, into what you all came here for. We have the Bucks. We have New Orleans, and we're going to have a good game. New Orleans is favored by a field goal and a half, so three and a half points on the spread. So it's going to be a tight game for sure, very, very tight game. But that's what we said the last two times. And the first time, Brady lost 34-23. We were like, yeah, well, new team. It's not like maybe Brady wasn't adjusted yet. Maybe he was used to the Patriots still. Maybe there's something different he's not ready for yet. But then the second time, they lost 38-3. With no excuse, despite losing by 35 points the second time, they're only favored to lose by three and a half this time. Very, very generous by the odds creators. Very generous. But, maybe the Buccaneers have a chance. Maybe there's the reason. The odds are so close. Maybe. But, let's look at last week. New Orleans won 21-9 against the Bears. That is not what you expect did from that game. It, it, It almost feels like even though the Saints won by 12 points, Even though they won by 12 points, something was missing. Something wasn't right. You feel like they should have scored more almost. At halftime, it was 7-3. New Orleans was leading 7-3. 
Then they scored 14 points in the second half, 7 in the third, 7 in the fourth, and the Bears got 6 in the fourth with the walk-off touchdown at the very end of the game as time expired. But the Saints weren't like a juggernaut. They didn't put up 30 points or, or so. The, the, the Cleveland Browns scored more points on their own than was scored by the Chicago Bears and New Orleans Saints combined in this matchup. Which it is crazy, but this game, the, the Saints were supposed to score more than 21 points. Now they won, they got the job done, their defense kind of carried them. The Bucks. I don't think the Bucks are going to be held to 9 points. I think they're going to score a bit more than 9 points. That seems a bit low of an expectation if you think they're only going to score 9. So the question is, can New Orleans... The Bears' defense isn't great. It's it's not. And New Orleans only scored 21. And you can say that they had long, drawn-out drives. They were running the ball well, taking time off the clock. But you still, 21 points is 21 points. It's not very good. It's not going to cut it against the Bucks. They're definitely going to have to rebound. Despite that, though, the stat line is pretty good for the Saints. Breeze, 28 completions on 39 attempts for 265 yards and two touchdowns. Alvin Kamara had 23 carries, 99 yards, one short of the century mark. A 4.3 average and a score. Michael Thomas caught his first touchdown of the season. Took him a while to get there because of injuries and punching teammates. Getting kicked out of games, so... That went well for him. He finally gets himself on the board. And then Trubisky. It's most likely his last game. Or potentially. Potentially his last game as a Chicago Bear. He went 19 of 29 for 199 yards in a score. Including, he led a 99-yard drive to score as time expired. David Montgomery also underperformed 12 carries, 31 yards, 2.6 average. Is definitely lower than you would hope for. The Bears' leading receiver, Allen Robinson, only had 55 yards on 6 catches. So the Saints statistically did fairly well, but 21 points isn't what they're shooting for. So can the Bucks capitalize on this slow Saints offense to potentially pull off the upset? Let's break it down more when we get back. Stick with me. We're going to have a short break. We'll be right back. Tampa Bay took on the Washington football team. And they won. And it was higher scoring than the Saints game. 31-23, Tampa Bay wins. 
So does that mean can Tampa Bay's offense put up enough points against the Saints' defense to win a game? So let's look at the numbers here. Tom Brady, 22 of 40, 381 yards, two touchdowns against the Washington football team. Now, the Washington football team's D-line is amazing. But their secondary isn't necessarily top caliber material. So I'm not sure if that those stats there are what Tom Brady is going to be able to put up against the Saints. Against the Saints, I don't think he's going to fare as well. The Saints have been Tampa Bay's problem team all year, all this year. They got swept by the Saints. No one saw that coming. And it happened nonetheless. Leonard Fournette had a good game. 19 carries, 93 yards, a 4.9 average and a touchdown. And Mike Evans, uh, over 100 yards through the air receiving. Lots of players got involved. Tampa Bay had three players with over 70 receiving yards. Antonio Brown had 49. And then the Washington football team sadly got knocked out. I think a lot of people were hoping they'd go through... Alex Smith wasn't able to play. That could have been a big part of it. But Heineke, Taylor Heineke, who came in at quarterback, did do pretty good. He threw threw for over 300 yards, rushed for 46 yards. He had two total touchdowns, but he did have a pick. So, now, can Tampa Bay keep pace with New Orleans? I think this is a game a lot of people think Tampa Bay can do it. A lot of people thought Tampa Bay could do it last time. A lot of people thought Tampa Bay could do it the time before. They're not going to do it again. They're going to they're going to do horrible like they do every time. And here's why. Tom Brady isn't going to be able to to lean on the run game against a team like New Orleans. With Cameron Jordan in that Saints D-line, Leonard Fournette, or whoever they have rushing the ball, isn't going to torch New Orleans and allow Tom Brady to do a bunch of crazy stuff off the play action. Tom Brady is going to have a hard time. He's going to be getting roughed up in the pocket. I know Tampa Bay has a good O-line, but their O-line is not as good as the New Orleans D-line. New Orleans is going to control this game from the point of attack. And that's what matters. You have to control it from the point of attack, and then you control the whole game. You control the speed of the game. You can run the ball on them. They can't run it on you. Force them to pass. Then they get sacked. They're in third and long. That's how you create plays. And New Orleans is going to be creating plays all throughout this game. And so this game is going to be a struggle for Tampa Bay. They certainly could pull off the upset, change the narrative. But I don't see it happening. I just don't see it happening. New Orleans is going to control this game. Alvin Kamara is going to have a healthy average, lots of yards, and he's going to carry the Saints. 
I don't think Kamara is going to be the player who I think affects this game the most. Because if he's on and he has a good game, then Tampa Bay might not have a chance at this one. Because if Alvin Kamara is running the ball and his O-line is having great blocks, he's going to pop off a lot of big runs and it's going to be over for Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay started out the season with one of the best defenses in the league, but it slowly slipped and now it's not the greatest They allowed the backup quarterback for the Washington football team to drop over 300 yards on them and score 23 points, which is definitely not ideal. They won the game, but they didn't win it the way I think they wanted to. And not to discredit Tom Brady or anything, but he's not a mobile quarterback, so... If they don't get the ground game going with Leonard Fournette or whoever's running the ball, then they're not going to have any running at all. And this is just going to be Tom Brady's straight drop, hoping he can wind it up and find someone open. And it's going to cause a lot of third and long, or second and long, and then second and long leads to third and long. And Tampa Bay isn't, or no one in the NFL is good at third and long. Third and long is bad for every team. I don't care how good your offense is. I don't care how many receivers you have. You never want to be in third and long. And I think that's going to kill the Buccaneers in this game. They're going to be in third and long way too many times this game. And it's going to cost them. The Saints, if they get a sack or two, they force negative plays. They they always force negative plays. If they can get some in this game, that could lead also to further complicating and making it third and forever. And that's the last thing you want to see. It's a tie game, fourth quarter. Tampa Bay's at midfield, but it's third and 15. And you're not going to make anything happen out of that. And so New Orleans defense is going to give the Saints the ball a lot. Not from turnovers, but there's going to be a lot of punts coming from Tampa Bay. And New Orleans is going to have to be able to capitalize on that. They can't score 21 points and expect to win this game. Tampa Bay is going to score. They are. They're not going to get shut out. They're going to score. So the Saints are going to have to score too. And I think they are fully capable of scoring. Drew Brees isn't the greatest player in the NFL right now. Not the greatest QB. But he's up there. He can make you plays. He's accurate. He doesn't turn the ball over too much. Which is going to be a key to this game. No, There's going to be very few turnovers for the Saints. And that is going to be huge if they can have no turnovers. And I don't think they will have any turnovers. I think they're going to have no turnovers. They'll have a no turnover game against Tampa Bay, who's going to have struggling third and long issues. And that's going to win Saints the game. 
that's what they're going to do to win this game. They're going to force turnovers, but they're not going to have turnovers. That's how you win football games. That's football 101. New Orleans is going to follow that rule of thumb and ride their way to the NFC Championship, which will hopefully be a good matchup potentially against either the Packers or the Rams. Either of those teams, I think, would make for a good matchup. Tampa Bay, I'm sorry, but I don't think you can get it done. It's just too much of a long shot. Even though the over-under says three and a half, I think this has got to feel like a lot more. Third time is not a charm for Tampa Bay this time around. And this is where their playoff ride ends. Thank you for listening to Top Gun Sports. Go check us out on our YouTube. We have a predictions video out for the other games going on this weekend. Last week, I went 6-0 on my predictions. I got them all right in the wild card round. Including, I predicted the Browns to beat the Steelers, and no one else saw that coming. And so, go drop a comment on who you think is going to win this week. And have an awesome day.